if you are a one-man designer who runs an agency, we are the only person in that agency. We are a freelancer too. <laughs> so, I need- so then, and I know a couple who do that, right? And yeah, it's I, I, yes. I know I get I guess why they do it so that they don't I don't I don't I get why they do it for structure with their clients and all but then it doesn't remove the type of freelancing from it. Yeah it's 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 the facts, it's the truth. Talking, like having a discussion and it feels natural. Like there's nothing aspire to aspire about it. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, I mean, we, we, we got a review from South Africa, right? And I was like, hey man, what do you He suggested a topic for us to talk about. I was like, hey man, what do you think about the podcast in general? And he's like, the first thing he, he, he mentioned was he likes the fact that we talk about, we talk stuff casually. I'm like, really nice. Fresh to Yeah. Yeah, the, the guy, the person said that um, he liked the fact that we just say how, how we feel or what we think at the moment. It's, it doesn't feel planned or it doesn't look planned to get. I remember the, the, the first episode we had about um, brand identity design. Do you remember that? That day, no, I think the first episode was why do you do design? That day was the day. Yeah, the first, episode, first episode was how much do you charge, I think. Why should you charge, I think? Or should you really charge? Yeah. Yeah, then the next one was why you do why design. Design. Yeah. yeah. I do you remember that that day I changed my my logo, my profile picture. Yeah. I'm like yeah. I I myself I learned something. So it's like we learn things and then we, we come out here to share and we make mistakes. Exactly. And, we and then we still go back and iterate and come back and say, Oh, okay, yeah, and then we still share. So I think that's like the niche us uh well, what are we talking about today sir i don't know so, so th- this time we'll be talking about um design uh how i put it sir. but we're talking about design we're talking about four kinds of designers or four kinds of yeah designers and positions define themselves and uh, how we'll be doing like a comparative analysis of all all four um positions and see uh since so so let me just go straight into it so there are four major kind of positions any designer can find themselves in in, the, in their career you can either be in-house working for a non-design firm uh probably working in-house with a particular business a particular company whatever but an in-house designer and two you could be a freelancer uh Three, you could work in a design agency, and four, you could run a design agency, right? Mm-hmm. The fun part, and the reason why I, I'm looking forward to this conversation is because you and I both have been in all four different positions at certain points in, in our careers, and so we want to do a comparative analysis as in our experience across these four things and see. And uh, really, really talk about the, the the advantages and disadvantages of working in, in those places and what because we, we can't say we can't say hey guys, big freelancing is the best thing uh, since sliced bread. I don't know why people say that all the time. Yeah, I wouldn't probably say it's the best thing since I designer removed their 50 percent promo, but <laughs> but. Wait. 
Yeah, they've removed it. And I, now I have, to, I have to pay it in full. That, that's the danger of procrastination. But, yeah. So, so let's let's start. Let's start from from freelancing. I started as a freelancer. They don't, a lot of people don't like a lot of people call themselves solo premiers or whatever they call themselves. Like, bro, shut the fuck up, a freelancer. Mm-hmm. I, I said I heard like a freelancer. And when, how do you know you're a freelancer? Is if you are the if you are the only person and uh, you collect your money alone <laughs> and you do your stuff alone, or if you did it in collaboration with people, um, you're a freelancer. That's it. Mm. You're just it's called freelancing for a reason like there's one person running a one-man business yeah right and it's it's personal it's in the, the structures of of uh having a studio and all that stuff are not really really inside it so you go call yourself a brand designer as long as you're one person and, and it's and it's not a bad thing because a lot of really big designers are freelancers right the yeah big designers who are freelancers and they're not they're not crying about it and by the way, I'm not going to say that if you, if if and this is if you are a one man designer who runs an agency, we are the only person in that agency. You are a freelancer too. <laughs> so, I know. So, and I know a couple who do that, right? And yeah, yeah. Not, I, I, yeah. I know. I get. I guess why they do it so that they don't. I don't. I, don't, I get why they do it for structure with their clients and all, but then it doesn't remove the tag of freelancing from it. Yeah, it's 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 the facts. It's the truth. So, so what what do you think about freelancing? Don't 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 talk don't talk here. Just, <laughs> you're, you're currently a freelancer. You're currently a freelancer, yeah. And you used to freelance, like it's both it's both ways. Yeah, there, there was a yeah. gap in between. You used to freelance, and you're currently a freelancer. So two things exist, yeah. There's there are, there were ways you used to do stuff, and there are ways you currently do stuff. There are advantages and there are disadvantages, and yeah. So let's talk about that for freelancing for like the next five minutes. So. so so tell me two things, two things, right? That mm. you really, really love about freelancing. Two things. Um, one, the fact that you have freedom to do what you want when you want it. The fact that you can decide on what you want to do. Like, if something comes to you, if a job comes to you, sorry, if a job comes to you, you can decide that this is the kind of direction you want to take on it. So it's just you and your clients fighting, right? And, yeah. then, and, and then when you do the job, if it's something that pays well, you can sort of take a, you can, it's like you always have break to grow. Cause for me right now, I feel like growth is so important. So when I get a job, I I think, I always need that space to um, catch up with the trend, catch up with knowledge and um, whatever. So I think being a freelancer gives you that space to decide that, okay, now I'm broke. I need to just work, 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 or um, I'm I'm, I'm behind. And I think I need to um, read some books. I think I need to watch some tutorials. But if you're working for someone, there's really not much of freedom. Your days are numbered. Okay, <laughs> 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 I, I think I agree. I agree a lot with what you mentioned. And, uh, one of the standout things. So I I used to freelance, and um, I'm currently a freelancer amongst two other things. But I'm currently a freelancer, 
And one of the things I love about freelancing right now is the fact that you are in control of the amount that enters your account, right? You it's it comes in and it stays with you. Yeah. <laughs> so absolutely. But but the major thing that freelancing really gives you, and it comes from the word free, is that is the freedom that comes with it. And the freedom is not in in uh, direct um, relationship with your client. It's from it comes from it comes from your internal affairs. Yeah, you have yeah. in quotes freedom to do as you like because you are the boss and employee of yourself. Yeah. Do you get? And uh, <laughs> I think that's that's the thing about freelancing. But then the on the, on the flip side to it is is that freelancers have a lot more work to do because um, there are certain you 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 need to have some a level of reputation as a freelancer to get some certain high paying jobs. Do you yeah. get? And, and that is the reason why so many freelancers have begun to run one-man design agencies because a lot of people would not trust a one-man person. They would not see you as someone who can really, really handle um, their design needs. Do you get? And yeah. and then they they, they, they they look forward to probably working with a design agency, before working with someone who has much more, who has some sort of structure that they can trust, right? And those structures are represented in documents like uh, CAC documents, uh, tax identification number, uh, a corporate bank account, a company profile, and I, I always look forward to seeing the company profiles of, of those one-man design agents. I, I look forward to what they write in their team. The perfect time for them to list out their team. <laughs> you can, like, I have a perfect meme for this thing. I have a perfect well, meme. Well, <laughs> like, so, there's this meme. Yeah, just continue saying what you're saying. So, so, so that's that one, right? You, you you have to deal you have to deal with the fact that your earning power might be limited because you are one person, and then mm. you need to to raise a lot of reputation to really really combat that. That's one, and uh, the second one would be would be the fact that you have to constantly lie uh, every time you send a post, a proposal to a client because instead of you being instead of you calling yourself I, you say we. And in my head, I'm like, we who, like, we me, like, me and my work. Like, what? Like, what? Like, we are going to help you. So you and your work are going to help the client do what? Uh, so that's, that's one, too. And the way I combat it is that I have a, a network of designers and friends that I collaborate with on projects that are probably bigger than me or would, uh, that were probably cost so costly that they would need some level of structure uh, to to seal in, and then I I collaborate with designers around me. Uh, which I have I have I have the tribe like a lot of people would know, and the tribe is filled with a close circle of designers who have worked with me or worked for me over the last two years, and I easily reach out to them, right? I, I have other designers I can work with randomly across several fields. So if we are three people, we are three people like going for a product design job or a, or, or a graphic design job or a brand identity design job, it's easier for us to really, really uh, place that figure 
uh, without the fear of, of, of um, them thinking that we have a lack of structure. Do you get? Mm. But then that's that's like the downside to being a freelancer. But the, the really big upside to it is is the really big upside to it is the freedom that comes with it, right? You can disappear when you want to disappear, then appear back. You can yeah. set personal goals for yourself how you want to, and then and then the extra to it is that while the freedom is there, we can really really get lost in the freedom that mm. we don't we 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 think we are moving forward but we, we are not moving forward right we get so we get so soaked in the work and it fucks up our entire life so we, we we are waking up working designing sleeping back repeat and you're like yeah i'm making money and all that so then when someone really asks you whether you have your life and you're like design is my life when, when freelancers say design is my life, then you really know something is going wrong there. Do, do, do you get? Do you get? But then that's, that's it, right? Uh, the downsides can be managed most of the time. Uh, so, but really, there's always a cap on the on the earning power of a freelancer. If you want to go the entire journey alone, there's always a cap on, on it. Uh, yeah, I think there's always a cap on it. I mean, I, I, I just try thinking about any freelancer that probably are really, 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 really high. And uh, they are, I'm not going to lie, they are the exceptions. They're designers which are the highest agencies, right? And yeah, absolutely fine. Can you get there? Yes. Uh, do, you know, do you have what it takes to get there? Yes, it does. Uh, are you willing to do what it takes to get there? Uh, if you think that you're going to get there by just being a lone wolf, uh, happy thinking, by the way, you've got, got God bless your soul. <laughs> I think that is for friends. So you're not you to find the name. Did you figure out the name yet? Or should we move on to the next person? Yeah, just, just move on. So let's move on to the to the to the next person in, in tier. And that, that would be in-house designers. And yeah. this guy, yeah. this set of people, right? I I pity them. Usually I usually pity them first, even before I admire them. It takes it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage. To be any house designer, yeah, yeah, it does. But um, um, if I'm going to say there are a lot of advantages and there are a lot of disadvantages, so um, if I would come from, if I would think from the advantages first, I think one of the advantages in this side of the world is the fact that you have um an amount of money reoccurring in your um, account and uh and then you're in a system where you can understand what structure is and then if you have to move on to build something for yourself you'll be able to under that's if you're under a good system under a good structure because it's a bit tricky being being in houses it is it's a bit tricky because if you're not in the in the right place then then it would be it, it it might be a waste of time because one of the reasons why i'm i'm working in house right now is because i i want to um understand some things and and me being in a place like my place is not i can't even consider my place in house <laughs> it's not the typical in house in nigeria like the typical in house in nigeria is war is <laughs> uh <laughs> i you know what i'm saying praise yeah and yeah. and and sometimes 
you might just have to question why I, you you even get to a point where you have to question why a designer in the first place because you will get so many things you'll be tested by so many things like a lot of people in your space might not really understand your value and then you might get to a point where you start questioning how valuable you are to a brand which comes with the fact that design you cannot really quantify how much um how much um impact you're you are making with, with your design sometimes it might be a long-term um reward and you might not really be able to translate that to numbers immediately so that brings um doubts like um obviously the the syndrome what's the syndrome called again the imposter syndrome of you not yeah. being really important or you not being good enough or something so if you are if you are working for someone if you are in-house it's a bit it's a bit tricky it's a bit tricky and and then if you if you are under someone that doesn't really understand what design is oh shit. That, yeah that's it that's, that's like a downside to it yeah it's it's very difficult but sometimes you might be lucky and if you if you get into a place um with a strong if you get into a strong position and you are left alone to make some decisions you are trusted to make some some decisions then that might be nice if they can allow you to to direct some things and and make some decisions based on some of the results that you've been able to make probably during your freelance days so and if 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 you are also in a place where they are only looking for a way to suck from you to get um in in uh, designs or whatever from you your creativity from you and they are not really looking to give to you then that's that's another thing because as designers we have to always like update our knowledge and like read more watch more do everything more like i feel like as designers we have to do more than someone that is an accountant or someone that is a doctor i i don't know if you feel the same way with me like we have to always learn more if you if, yeah. if you are if you're an accountant for instance i don't think i don't think numbers change so <laughs> <laughs> obviously everyone except, has to except, except if you're doing accounting in binary <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> what? So, <laughs> I don't think, so I don't think I don't think you can compare someone like that to to a designer. So if you are not careful, you can spend five years in a place, and you just find out that you, if you eventually leave the place, you might not be valuable to any other place. I I don't know if you feel me, I and and and. And that can be that can be very very tricky. That can be very very tricky. I used to tell some of my friends that money is important to maintain yourself, but it's not. I've gotten to a point where I just understand how how or what money really means. Like money, money is very very important to to maintain yourself. Trust me, I want to get millions and all, but then what is really important right now is long term reward, and the long term reward is um your brand your personal brand how well you've been able to build it your the long-term reward is the amount of people you in, in, in your network your long-term reward is what you have on your portfolio the kind of um um, um the things or the clients that you've worked with that you can show people um in in um and then your long-term reward also is the referrals that people make when you work for them so if you are working in-house 
You might spend a long time working for someone else, but not being able to build your own brand. Do you understand? So it's a bit, yeah. it's a bit difficult. And if you cannot build your own brand, you will just be left alone after a while. So even if you are working for someone, I think to solve that problem, you should also like look for time or find time to sort of build your own brand, sort of make people understand what you stand for instead of like staying in the shadows and just doing your thing no matter how much you earn it's it's still money i'm going to spend it and i feel like what is more important is that name that you have at the end of the day so you get to a point where the long-term reward will just keep working for you automatically so if you don't want to keep chasing that race then you have to make sure that when you start you start building the brand like almost immediately and yeah so so i do i do i do and and um so i'm I'm not you probably say a lot of the advantages and a lot of what we should do when they're in-house designers because one of the biggest challenges of in-house designers is or one of the fears i have uh, when someone says they work in-house is the fact that uh, wherever you are going to work in the companies who are not design centric who are not design focused who probably see design uh uh, as 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 an education tool rather than uh, a system or rather than rather than yeah rather than a system or a a framework to which business should be done then they just see that it's some part of design so just some part of business that is used for social media design and all that stuff and, and one thing like, I think a lot of designers should consider is that when you want to work in-house, the first thing you consider is how open-minded are they we are going to work this? How objective are they? Um, how, uh, what's their culture like? And it's a flip side a lot of times for designers, and this is not just, this is for designers generally, and more importantly for designers who know their stuff. No, 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 design agency, that's what we are focusing on right now. No non-design agency, no company is doing you a favor by hiring you. Really, mm. it's sort of like the other way around. And the reason a lot of times we, we succumb is because we think that they are doing us a favor and that we, we, we are not so important to the overall bottom line. And I think that's a lie, really. So, so in house in our design for me was was not rosy. I've I've worked in house twice and it didn't really end well uh, at all at all at all. The first one was it lasted just two weeks. I didn't I didn't three weeks maybe. Like I was hired like today three weeks later. I was like oh, we're fighting. And he was he was like no I want this. I'm like no nah, sorry you cannot work. Say like this, this thing will not work. He's like no no it's going to work. He sent me the design. The design was like horrible. And I was like. Wait, are, you, are you actually telling me that you follow this as a framework? And he was like, yeah, I was like, no, the God forbid. And after three weeks, yeah, you just knew that this that vision cannot last, <laughs> cannot last long. And then he ended, then like two years later, I had another in-house game that lasted about seven, eight months. And a couple of things happened, right? Same thing, basically. And one major thing that comes with in-house, in-house design, design is how, how much your employers usually belittle the effect or the value of design at their company so it's it's up to you as a designer to really really communicate that in every communications possible 
So if yeah. so, so let's let's do since since we let's let's I, I forgot to mention this. So let's 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 rate our our experiences on a scale of one to ten. One being horrible and ten being excellent. Uh, so for freelancing, how would you rate yourself from one to ten? How would you rate your experience as a freelancer? Um, I don't know how to rate it because there are good good parts, bad parts. Yeah, for yourself, personally, for yourself, right? Like for yourself, not for freelancing itself. For yourself, how would you rate? Being a freelancer. Being a freelancer. I think one to ten. I think eight. Same. That would be, be the same for me, actually. Eight. I think eight. And, and then for in-house um, design. For in-house, for in I don't know. Um, for in-house, to be honest, like six. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think for, for me, it will be be like two and <laughs> and, and and the reason with this is a friend of mine told me that she said she said it's not that there are no good companies to work in it's just that i didn't find the right one i was not lucky to find the right one see there are people who work in companies and they're like probably enjoying they, they enjoy doing their design work like uh and this is just from outside i, I don't know what probably is going on inside but from outside mm -hmm perception companies like P Star, companies like Harry White, um, Piggy Bears and all that stuff. Like it's they, they seem they from outside new. I don't know what's yeah. going on inside, but they seem to have a really good culture for design and to be a really amazing place for any designer to work in. I can't really imagine what what it would be like to work in a company like uh Bata or Flutterwave. Like I, I feel like they, they probably just they probably just come and say, hey what's up, see what P Star has done, copy them. And they just <laughs> they just need yeah, where, where pre presently at Twitter stuff, it's a bit, it's a bit tricky because um, it's understood that design is not really, really a thing. So yeah. there's this sort of freedom for the designers to explore, like to make mistakes and to 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 iterate on the designs, and and we have a say on some of the things on the decisions and and all that and that gives you this confidence that you can you can do sort of do what you want but obviously it's not do what you want do what you want but then you can almost do what you want and get away with it so and then you have freedom to do your thing see it's for me right now it's very very important to be able to do what i want i mean i mean um to learn things to grow and there's this freedom to um to 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 be able to learn things like it's been hammered on our um on our deliverables to even submit some of the things that we've learned uh in the past or in the past whatever like two months three months you know okay, okay. so it's a bit it's a bit tricky and sometimes i get the feeling of uh i think i need to quit this place because i don't have time for myself but sometimes i'm just like yeah, nobody's stopping me like let me just stay so it's ups and downs because you're not really really in control of the whole system so at yeah. the end of the day you still get that feeling of um let me just like let me just leave let me go and do my thing but i think if you have the freedom to still do what you, what you naturally do as a freelancer um while working for someone i think you should just
Hey guys. Yeah, talk. Start again. Uh, what the? <laughs> Please get our artwork done, please. I beg. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Do you have anything? Chu 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 chu. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. That's you. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have anything to add, you can catch us through our social media handles at Blatter Design, at Praise Free Lemon, and at Oluwa Wibe. Um, Praise, oh my God. That was perfect. Yeah, you had to get the fuck. Thank God you forgot. I'll cut it out. <laughs>